Gosh, we suck. Welcome back to the Pantless Podcast. Here's your Here we host, are. Austin Travis. Take it away, guys. Hey, hey, hey. It is, it is taken away. So, yes. you know, everyone, I hope that since you're watching us, you're uh, that means you're subscribed. If not, hit it, like us, comment, give us reviews, all that fun stuff. But uh, we missed last week. You know that. And normally this is our 10th episode and we're live. But life happens. And so, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, life has gotten away the last two weeks. Yes, yeah, so here we, are. we are just, we're here, we giving you something. Awake. That's right. Travis is functioning on just, like, straight drugs and adrenaline. But, yeah. That's yeah. keeping him alive. Mostly and then drugs. he's going to be shut down here in a little bit. Oh, yeah. So we're going to make this short, sweet, to the point. We'll probably take a week off. Maybe who knows? No, two we weeks. We took our week off. We'll, we'll be back. Next oh, week. oh, look at this! He is he is ready. He's a we're he's, we'll he's a trooper. How, we'll see how we're how we're how we're feeling and how we're doing, but we'll be back on yeah. track next week. All right, sounds good. And so we don't work for bosses. We do what we want around here. We work for us. We are the bosses. So how how uh, now that everybody knows I'm dying? How are you feeling? Um, it's the weekend, and I am thankful it's the weekend. There the you week, you know, I don't want to talk about the week because I only like to talk about positive things. Yeah, let's go. move on. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> uh, let's talk some NFL stuff. Let's just jump right into the, some NFL news. Yeah, <laughs> there's been some craziness called the draft this week. It, right this weekend. Speaking of draft, I'm about to take the first my first ever sip of. I don't know if you can see that. Hard oh, Mountain Dew. I saw those at Walmart the other day. I'm drinking some good old hard water. It does not taste like Mountain Dew, but it's not bad. Not bad. I was hoping more Mountain Dew, but it's it's good. No sugar plus alcohol. I've been drinking hard water all day. There you go. Don't lie to us. We know there's vodka in there. No, we know. As I learned the other a couple weeks ago. Don't drink alcohol, and then take a Nyquil-like medication <laughs> like an hour later for bed. Then wake up drunk the next morning, trying to figure out why you don't feel well. That's awesome. Yeah, I was that... like not in the right headspace. This was two weeks ago. I got to work and I was not okay. Trying to figure out what was wrong with me. Isn't it? Yeah. Me? Oh, I had a blue moon, then some Nyquil. <laughs> yeah, do that's that. what, that's, what, that's what teenagers do for parties. It messed me up. They're like, we're gonna take three of our dad's beers, and then we'll just drink some of the Nyquil out of the medicine cabinet. We'll be crazy. Throw in some pizza rolls. Yeah. Play some Halo. We're having a good night. I slept well that night, but woke up rough. <laughs> so you don't like the you don't like the hard Mountain Dew. No, it's not bad. It's not bad. Just doesn't it's, taste like uh, Mountain Dew. It just doesn't taste like Mountain Dew. Yeah, but it's it's better than beer, <laughs> for sure. You said it's no sugar. Yeah, no sugar. Boo. Zero sugar. I want all the sugar. <laughs> Man, 
sugar sugar makes your head hurt the next day. That's true. That's I like true. it. But I hate your Cowboys even more after this draft. Because they took a hurricane and now they you're torn. Did. They did. Second year in a row that a Tulsa Golden Hurricane was taken in the first round of the NFL draft. Pretty cool. He That's didn't pretty go cool. as high as Zayvon Collins did last year, but he did go 24th overall, Tyler Smith, to Dallas. Yep. I'm excited about also, him. They also got another player from an Oklahoma school. Their last pick of the draft was a kid from Oklahoma State, a linebacker. So, two. Oh. I think his name's Devin Hunter, I believe <laughs> it, it was. But, I'm, gonna anyway. pull up, I'm, I'm pulling up right now on ESPN everyone that, uh, we're going to go over who Dallas picked up and who Washington picked up. All right. So oh, Washington's still in the league? <laughs> I just I don't hear anything it. about them. Shut <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. We picked up a new name, but a very garbage uh, logo. But we're not going to go over that. Okay, yeah. So they picked up Smith out of Tulsa in the first round. Who's that? Yeah. Tackle. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool, they call him a tackle, but they don't do any tackling. Right, that's a good point, yeah. Good point. <laughs> then they picked up Sam Williams in the second round from Ole Miss, outside linebacker. Yeah, and he's another... <laughs> Isn't he the one that was like, was he either like hit a woman or inappropriately touched a woman or something and got in trouble? I don't, Is that him? I'm not sure. I don't okay. know. Jerry, Jerry likes to pick up problem children and try to fix them. <laughs> but I, I can never keep track of who all's hit who and who all's right. in jail. They picked up a wide receiver out of South Alabama in the third round. South Alabama? Okay, that's a Jaylen school that I've Tolbert. heard of. The South Alabama Cougars, I believe. Okay. Well, look at you knowing schools that nobody's ever heard of. Or they? I can't remember what they are. The South Alabama racist. Easy. They're not you're, all. Some of you're them. Right. Not all. I think they did just recently change their name to something less offensive like Sister Lovers, but... Ah, which one's worse? <laughs> the Cousin Kissers. Uh, the Cousin Kissers, that's fantastic. Oh my gosh. The Cool Cousin Kissers, all spelled with K's. <laughs> the Uncle Touchers. Um, oh gosh. Then they picked up Jake Ferguson <laughs> out of Wisconsin, which is a, your favorite position. A tight end. <laughs> you know, I love it. You, you love your tight ends. I love my tight ends. But you love yeah. the tight end out of South Alabama better. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not pronouncing that guy's name, but he's. they picked up an offensive tackle out of North Dakota. Okay. They're going all over the place. Yeah. North, North Dakota, they're, they're usually a pretty good school. They Aren't they the team that usually wins the D2 league? Like North Dakota State. Most of the, oh, it's North Dakota State? Okay. And South Dakota. The, they're, they're the four schools there. The, I don't know how they have enough. I don't know how each state has enough people to have a, North, a, a, a U and a state. Right. <laughs> but yeah. And then there's Montana and Montana State that are also just dominant in football. But they're country... They're, they're like... That's what it is, yeah. They produce offensive linemen and linebackers that are just like big dudes. 
Yeah. Because they work the land when they're not playing football. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Work on oil rigs. Yeah, they're country. Their cattle. Chunk bells of hay. Yeah. Over, over Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Then they go hit somebody on the weekend in football. Amen. Then they picked up Daron Bland. Hope he's not that's, a, that's a boring name. <laughs> like he got me, he got me somewhere with Daron with a capital right. R. Ooh, the hard R. Yeah. Uh, Daron uh. Bland. At <laughs> <laughs> a Fresno State defensive back. Yeah. Damian Clark at LSU inside linebacker. Your favorite Ooh. kid out of your favorite state. Arkansas, defensive tackle, and then Devin Harper from Oklahoma State, inside linebacker. Yeah. I'm actually, when it comes to the SEC, I hate all of the schools except Arkansas. Like, I can actually root for Arkansas. I don't know if it's because, you know, they're an old Big 8 school and, you know, they're right. I could go watch, I could drive two hours. Like, it's almost as close to go watch Arkansas play as it is to go Watch OU play, and it actually might be closer might be. to me. I I root for Arkansas as they are kind of the underdog in the SEC. Yeah, like I can't root for A and M because I hate all Texas schools. Right. Yeah. Boo Texas. Texas. But Arkansas, there are cut there. Uh, there are <laughs> kind of to the to the east, you know. Right. <laughs> They're like our little cousin over there, you know. Yeah, like, you don't mind going over there and giving them a little peck on the cheek at the family reunion. Yeah. Like, we miss you. They're nothing Uncle. like our Uncle Uncle, Tuck, Uncle Touchers to the north. Kansas. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, no, no. I've never heard anything bad about Kansas. No, no. They're, they just... Kansas, wanna... is, Kansas is bland. I'm surprised Deron Bland didn't go to Kansas. Because that, 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 Kansas is bland. It is. So, over to Washington's picks. Yeah, let's go to Washington. What'd they get? I was happy with their draft. And now I'm happier with their picks. Okay. Who'd they get? And I'm even happier now that I saw who they picked up late. Okay. So, they got Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State, in the first round. Okay. Which I'm excited about that one. Then they picked up Findarius, P.H. Ooh. Defensive tackle out of Alabama, which that means we now have <coughs> about seven ex-Alabama down linemen on the defense. We're right. A direct pipeline. If they if they produce good players in Alabama on the defense, we pick them up. Oh, then we picked up a running back in the third round, Brian Robinson Jr., out of guess where? Alabama. I don't even remember that name. Was he, he like a third string running back for them? He, he only ran this past year. He he was that he he was a bulldozer out of the backfield for them just this season. Oh, uh, okay. They produce so much talent there that their running backs generally sit on the bench till their senior season. Then they okay. run one season unless they're like a phenom and they start early. Right. Okay. Then they picked up Percy Butler out of Louisiana, safety. Then I'm ex- I'm excited about this next pick, which was surprised me. They they picked up Sam Howell, quarterback out of North Carolina. 
Okay. Okay. Like, we picked up a quarterback. Uh, late round quarterback. Oh, yeah. that, maybe that's the strategy. Maybe that's the strategy. Uh, Washington doesn't have much luck picking up quarterbacks early. Those guys mm-hmm. flop. So maybe now that they got one way deep, he's going to be like a stud. This guy can sit behind Carson Wentz and uh, Heineke for a year or two and learn. Yeah. There's no reason he should start until at least year three. You just, excuse me, sir, you just said Carson Wentz and Heineke. I think you have pretty good reason for him to start. (laughs) What are you talking about? Why tank the season? Why tank already? So you could get him a good left guard or something, get him I a tackle. I'd rather him learn, stay healthy, learn the systems, uh-huh. and we lose for a year or two. Okay. And then he pick up in year three and take us to a Super Bowl. That's fair. I mean, you guys, aren't, him, you guys aren't really even close to Super Bowl ready like the Cowboys are. So we're closer than the Jets. That's out. I'll agree with that. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll probably win the division this year because we're not exposed to. Um, then we picked up a, another of your favorite position. Uh, Cole Turner, Nevada. Another tight end. Okay. <laughs> then we picked up an offensive guard. Do you, does the name Chris Paul to mind? Yeah, he he was a guard for a, he's actually in the playoffs of the NBA right now. He's he's a guard for the Suns. Aren't they moving on to the next round? I haven't checked. Well, but I'm is, pretty this you're not thinking of Pierre Paul, are you? Or Paul No, Moore? no. Chris Paul. Chris Paul, well, the guard is, for the Suns. Well, this is Look a, it up. This is an offensive guard that played for Tulsa. Ooh. Fun. So two offensive linemen drafted out of Tulsa this year. One to your, nice. one to your cowgirls and one to my co-manders. The, <laughs> the cowgirls and the commies over here. Oh, I guess... Commies, stop it. Hey. We picked up Christian Holmes, defensive back out of Oklahoma State. As our nice. Pick. Nice. Look at that. I also saw that uh, that the Browns can't get, get rid of Baker. That's crazy. Like, I don't understand. Baker, what is, I just don't, I don't get it. Why do people not like Baker? He wins games. Okay. I don't think it's, I think it's Cleveland. I think. Like, what do you mean? Baker's, Baker made that letter saying, you know, thank you for what you've done. I'm done. Let's let's move on. Cleveland was like, no, we're not trading you. <laughs> then that whole okay. he had high he had high trade stock at that point, and then <coughs> Cleveland kind of messed around and refused to trade him. Then yeah. I think when they finally were like, hey, uh, we're ready to trade him. Who wants him? And everybody else was like. We already got our quarter. You guys, no, we already got our quarterbacks figured out. We don't want him now. Right. Atlanta picked up Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati in the third round. He's got potential. 
Uh, who else? Someone else picked up a quarterback in the late rounds. Uh, Carolina picked up Matt Corral out of Ole Miss in the third round. Mm, I don't think I don't think he's ever gonna put a record so that it could be when he's like winning a Super Bowl in three years. I'm gonna go on record and say I don't think he's gonna do anything in the league. <laughs> he, he was another one of those. <laughs> not ready now people right did you know that did you know that only one quarterback was picked selected in the first two rounds that's crazy <laughs> that's went, crazy Kenny Pickett went to Pittsburgh Desmond Ritter Desmond Ritter went to Atlanta Malik Willis went to Tennessee Where's Marcus Mariota now? He's in Tennessee. No, Mariota. He is in Atlanta. Mariota went to Atlanta? I believe And then so. the Atlanta picked up Ritter in the second round? So Mariota's probably going to start with Ritter as his backup for Atlanta. Okay. Right. Which is actually a really good deal. They're not going to win any games. They're in the same boat as Washington. Really. So is Carolina. Um, so that Liberty quarterback Malik Willis went to Tennessee. Matt Crowell went to Carolina. Looks like New England picked up the Western Kentucky quarterback. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Ooh, Pittsburgh picked up a quarterback out of South Dakota State in the seventh round. Huh? So they got two quarterbacks this draft. So, there you go. I I feel like my commies had a very good draft. Very good draft. <laughs> I I am I as a diehard commie fan. Yeah. Kamehameha fan. Kamehameha in the summertime. Am happy with the draft. Good. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're happy. You need something to be happy about. Clip this. Seeing as how I just beat you in hockey, so. Clip this, and later in the season, <laughs> when I'm mad, we'll run this, and me saying I was happy with this draft. All right. And you know you're telling yourself to clip this because you are yes. the editor, sir. <laughs> you need to put a note in your... Put a depression sinks in. Post-it note right there. You got this. Mm. Um, what were you yeah. saying about hockey? What, what kind of false news you spread? I ended up as the lowest, the per, the team with the lowest winning percentage out of everybody with a winning record. I was able to pull off another hockey championship. I was so mad. Your guys played so hard. But guess what? Did you notice what happened in the last game? How many people you had sitting out? I, I saw that. <laughs> you I felt you got that trap. You fell into that trap of having all your players, and then <laughs> they all go We're making the playoffs. Let's rest tonight. I <laughs> I put up so many points against Lexi in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. 
and I started feeling good about it, and it just, oh, it hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I somehow finished second in the league with an eight and thirteen record. That's crazy. That's crazy. I can imagine. Imagine how it would look if I would have won. Right. I mean, you had the chance. There was a shot. You guys played. You had. You even. I mean, in terms of the last, I think you scored the second most points in the playoffs in the final Probably. round in the final two weeks. Yeah. I didn't realize it was so. going to end on Friday. I didn't realize till Thursday morning. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was checking. I was checking the uh, the stuff today, and it just said your league's over. And I'm like, okay. We didn't uh, get a full two weeks. Because I guess what does it, is the I guess hockey's over, or playoffs? I, they're still playing. They're still playing today. I thought. I don't know. Or maybe just I saw a couple people. Maybe it's just one or two games, and so they just called it since most games ended yesterday. Maybe they had like one makeup game today. I don't know. But it's crazy. And I am losing currently in stickball. Are you? Oh, yeah. I wonder what's happening in stickball. I need, I'm trying to beat the, uh, um, I'm beating Frazier, but what's going on with the Jokers? I really, I need the Jokers. I, I want a four game lead over the Jokers. That's what I really need. I'm I actually, need a. I'm actually slowly making a comeback, but I don't think I'll be able to. Ooh. The Jokers are in a close, close game. They are winning three hundred to two ninety four. Three hundred. I barely crossed two hundred. <laughs> those two teams right now. Those are the two highest scoring teams, and they're playing each other. I barely. All your pitchers are playing tomorrow, so. I barely, I beat Sean on last day, last week. Yeah. He had me up by a lot of points the entire week, and then the last day, I had a pitcher throw for a lot of points. That's the, that's the whole thing, though. <laughs> yeah, look at, listen to this. Listen to this. They, uh, today, um, it shows the scores. Like I said, Team Hell is losing by six right now to the Jokers. The Jokers today have scored. One point, and Team Hell has scored sixty-eight points. Yeah. <laughs> so they basically, yeah, yeah. He's he had yeah. one pitcher who scored Baldy. twenty-six points, yep. and then another pitcher was sixteen. So he, he he's and then the Jokers have all of their guys scored like they've got a negative one and a one, a one, a negative one, a one, a one, and they get a two, and then a one, and so that's why they have one point is because. Out of all the people that are starting, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It looks like ten people. All of their negatives and positives have balanced out to basically be zero, with the exception of one person having one point. So it looks like Sean's actually staying up with his team this year. Yeah, he made he he made some crazy moves on what Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. He picked up a lot of good players that I was really frustrated that I, I, yeah, I'm like how I should have been looking at the free agency because he picked up some really good people at a free agency 
He's got a lot of that players on this IL. Frustrates, this frustrates me that I didn't see them. So it'll be interesting to see how tomorrow goes. I really need him to have some. I want to see if he's got anybody starting tomorrow. I, may, I really I, need him to win. I, I may have made a mistake, Austin. Uh, what'd you do? I was giving uh, the autism some uh, pointers on how to do things inside the league. <laughs> that sounds shady. What does that mean? I showed her how to use her ILs and how to pick up new players. I was kind of. Oh yeah. Giving her a bit of a how-to on how to do fantasy. Yeah. <clears throat> So she's uh still hasn't picked up any new players, which is weird. <coughs> but there's a lot more people in this league that are actually paying attention to it. You could tell by the oh yeah by moves. And I haven't even checked that the the league activity. Yeah, see what's been going on. There's only four teams that haven't made any moves. The Dads, Washington, David, Bath, David will make the most moves. Right? Jokers, Cram. Oh yeah, yeah. David, he's always he's always All looking for something. Leagues. Yeah. He is not loyal to any of his players. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be. A, I think this is gonna be a really. Really close league. So, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty tight. Like I said, my goal, my primary goal, is to beat the Jokers. My secondary goal is to win the league. That's those are my priorities. So I will coach up whoever is playing the Jokers. I'll be like, Yo, hey, you got a you got a you got a pitcher on your bench. You might need to start them. They're starting tonight, and you don't have them in your starting lineup. You might want to put them in there. But, yeah. And then we'll see how it goes. I might shoot myself in the foot by overcoaching, and then everybody will use my awesome strategy to beat me. But as long as they beat the Jokers, I don't care. That's all that matters. Are you frozen? No. Okay, good. Okay. You're... You were doing this for a really long time, like you were holding your cape over your face. Yeah, I was trying to. Not your frozen. Ah, hey, you got any breaking news? Oh, yeah, I got some sad breaking news. The country icon and matriarch of the Judds, Naomi Judd, has passed away at seventy-six year old. So. Cheese and peace. Yep. Rip. Rip Naomi. Rip. I don't know if your sources need to confirm that. No, I'm or if... good. Okay. Uh, okay. That's, that's not one that we really well, wish to... Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we won't go into any details. I mean, you know, 76, that's a pretty decent age. Yeah, that's... There you go. I was trying to remember. I had something I was going to touch on. Oh, did you hear the other... Breaking news. No, what? Elon Musk now owns Twitter. I did hear that. And I don't know if, like, why, but apparently 
once that and I, and I don't he's not even in there yet so the question is why is this happening now but people's twitter accounts like they're getting more followers their tweets are getting seen more they're getting more likes and the questions are why is this happening when he hasn't even taken over yet is are the people at twitter trying to hide something that they were doing shady like were they trying to hide visibility know. and they're trying to like go oh you know, before he takes over, everything's above board. Yeah, like, or why? I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I haven't checked my personal Twitter to see if I've gotten more followers. But <laughs> I've heard people's tweets are getting more likes. People are getting more followers. It seems like people are getting more visible when they weren't visible before. My sources are showing that we're, our channel our channel Twitter follows at the Pantless Pod one. Mm -hmm. Still exactly the same as it has been. Oh man. Okay, that's fine. Rumor we need to get. A, we don't actually use it very often. We need to get in there. And we need to start saying some controversial things. That's what we need to do. <laughs> yes. Like we need to start. Just go. We okay. So let's. We should make a pact that we go really, really hard against Philadelphia and the New York. State? The Giants. The Giants. No, the Eagles and the Giants. Oh, football we go. I'm like, <laughs> yes. we're going to smash the whole state. <laughs> the whole state. <laughs> Philadelphia, the whole city of Philadelphia, you guys suck. Philadelphia the whole, is a city, not a state. The whole, the whole state in New York, you suck. Like, let's just start wait, going wait, wait, really wait, hard wait, against anti-Philly, anti-New York. Uh, Hold on, sir. The Giants aren't in New York. They're in New well, Jersey. That's fair. You are correct. They are in New Jersey. Technically, their stadium. But the team is, they're called the New York Giants. Hey, don't, don't be surprised if soon they don't, they're not forced to change their name. To the new, they should. To the New Jersey. They should. The NJGs, I love it. Yeah, or have a new stadium built in actual New York. <laughs> Meh, nobody wants to go there. Hey, I've heard a lot of people threaten over this whole Elon Musk deal that they're going to leave Twitter, and my answer to that is, bye. I didn't know who you were. Pull that Thanos. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. Then you're not wanted here. Right? I love it. But they won't leave. No. 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 Nobody's gonna leave. It'll all be honky-dory. Speaking of never leaving, we watched a movie this week. We did a classic. A super classic. Love this movie. We watched Shawshank Redemption. Yep, it was a good one. Um, it actually left Netflix today. By the uh, time you're hearing this or seeing this, it's already off Netflix. It's already off Netflix. I'm glad we got a chance to watch it before it left, because, oh my gosh, I don't think I'd ever seen this movie all the way through. Right. Yeah, It. I haven't seen it in so long that or I had, been... a lot of it was just like, I mean, I guess... I don't, I don't know. I can't. I can't say anything really surprised me. I guess I kind of remembered most of it anyway. But it was still good. It was really good. I loved 
the ability to rewatch it and be like, this is so good. So good. Would you consider Tim Robbins an underrated actor? Is he in anything other than this movie? I don't recognize him from anything else. He's been in other stuff. He's he he is a good actor for sure, for sure. He's in this movie, in, he was great. I'm, I'm gonna look it up, but he's been in other stuff. Okay. Right, but I I can't think of anything else he's been in. Right off the top mm-hmm. of my head, he was in Bull Durham. Don't know what that is. Um. He was in Sathura. Don't know what that is either. <laughs> that was the spiritual successor to Jumanji. Oh, the interesting. They made Jumanji and then they made Sathura, which was an outer space version of Jumanji. Really <laughs> good movie. How weird. Okay. Shodi <laughs> um, was in Top Gun. I do remember him in Top Gun. About that. I mean, I, I trust you, but I just don't remember him in Top Gun. Mission to Mars. Never seen it. Austin Powers. Who was who was he in Austin Powers? What is what was what character did he play in Austin Powers? He was. I can't. I don't think he was a very big role. Oh, he was the president. When, when, <laughs> when Doctor Evil calls the calls up the president to ask for one billion dollars, he's the president that's <laughs> laughing at him. Right? It was what he asked for. He asked for a million dollars originally. A million. One million dollars. Seth Green's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> That is actually, gosh, can we watch that? Is there any ability, is there any, is that on any streaming platform? Because that is hilarious. Used to be. I haven't seen Austin Powers probably since I was a teenager. (laughs) The first. Let's keep. Yeah, let's, let's keep going. We're talking about Shawshank. We're talking about Shawshank. Yeah. Tim Rock. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, Metacritic. All right. So. We. Metacritic, on a scale of 0 to 100, I know Metacritic loved this movie. They, I'm sure this is one of their top-rated movies. I think they gave it a 92. <coughs> I'm surprised by their score. Why is people calling us a fantasy hockey? I'm Should not we... really sure. That was Brandon trying to call us on a video call. <laughs> that was very weird. If he does it again, I'm answering. Heck yeah. I'll answer it too. We'll, we'll double answer this thing. 21 critics, and it's a Metacritic must-see stamp right beside yeah. the score. Oh, they yeah. Still only gave it an 81. What? No. <laughs> Wrong. This is a travesty. Boycott Metacritic. Hashtag travesty. Users gave it a good a good gear. The users, 1996 users, 1,996 okay. users. Since, since Metacritic failed, I'm going to say the users succeeded and gave it a 9.2. You were way closer on this one. 
They gave it a 9.0. Oh, man. Man. I, I, didn't, I didn't see anything wrong with this movie. Yeah, it was good. So good. Holds up today, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. There's there's nothing even out. You could, Anybody can watch this, and you won't get those people going, oh, this movie's outdated. You know? I don't know why I did an old person voice. They would have loved it. I should have done the, whoa, man. I guess it's okay. This... It's just a little old for me. <laughs> right. Because even when it came out in 94, it was set in the 40s. Yeah. So even, you know, it wasn't even like, oh, this is a crappy 90s movie. No, it's a, no, it, it was set in the 40s. So, yeah. I don't even think even when they got through the ages, even when they got, spoiler alert, when they got out of jail, I don't even think it was even caught up to the nineties at that point. If they were in like the seventies, yeah, or the sixties. Yeah. It Brooks, was uh, when Brooks got out. Everybody was driving nineteen fifties cars. Yeah, it was. It might have been the sixties. Might have been. Yeah. I did, I didn't even check the timeline. Whenever they were. That was fair. I just loved that how he would he had his line that every time he went into probation hearing, yeah, they'd be like, "You feel you've been re rehabilitated?" Oh, absolutely! I feel like I've been rehabilitated. I'm a totally different person <coughs> until that last one. <laughs> until the last one, where he's like, "I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Whatever. You just just do." I hate what happened. I wish that had never happened. That person sucks, but I know you're just gonna stamp it. And they're like. <laughs> He's he's rehabilitated finally. He's given yeah. up hope. <laughs> we have. Which is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. How sad. Probably how it is. I don't know. I hate it. Oh, the the system. Those cops. All those cops were freaking corrupt. Just made me sick to my stomach. So, nineteen positive, two mixed, zero negative for the critics. Nice. Yeah, 1,858 positive, 31 mixed, 107 negative for the users. 107 negative. I would love to hear a negative, like what we'll somebody look, said. We'll look into it. Chicago yeah. Tribune gave it 100. This is Damn. simply marvelous entertainment that breathes life into a genre that I thought had been dead for a decade. The prison picture. <coughs> All right. Washington Post gave it a 40. Wow. Speaking of jail, Shawshank, the movie seems to last about half a life sentence. The story chiefly <laughs> about the the story chiefly about the twenty year old French twenty year friendship between Freeman and Robbins becomes incarcerated in its own labyrinth thin sentimentality. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> what do you think of the sisters? <laughs> the Oh, I don't know. I I just don't know. Do you think that was really going around back in the 30s and 40s? Yeah. Like, they were really acting like that? But I think that they were more, I thought, I, I think they portrayed that properly. I, I think it's more accepted, more, it happens more in prison nowadays. Like, yeah, it that just seems like it'd be a modern, like, I'm sure, like, the the bad stuff that happens, I'm sure that happened, but them being like the you know, but you can taking tell on those quality, you can tell right. that group they were called the sisters, 
They were the only group in that in that penitentiary that did that kind of thing. Everybody else was just right. No, right. Yeah, I don't touch other men, kind of thing. And the sisters, I guess that's true. And they were everybody knew that you know those four, three or four men, right. If you got caught alone, they would do things to you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, nobody talked about it. It really wasn't accepted, but it wasn't really outcast. It kind of was. Yeah, they were outcasts, but it was prison. There's not much you can do. Yeah, it's not like you can't see them. Right. (laughs) And the guards probably just like, don't let us see you doing this. Right. And probably, you know, the guards are just so scumbag anyway. They're like, well, if it happens, it happens. We don't even care. The one guy died was hospital, was uh, paralyzed. The head of the sisters. Yeah. When he kind of got caught doing what he was doing. Yeah, but that was probably only because uh, What's-His-Face was, you know, at that point was pretty well established, like, a helper with all of them. He was helping them with their taxes, with any kind of banking issues that they needed. Like, they needed him to be healthy, and so anybody that went against him, they were like, okay, well, he's my cash cow, so I'm going to break your legs. Right, Which is so, crazy. So, user Quinn C. Freeman is Red Freedom character searching for nothing but to pace his life in prison. He, this guy gave him a, gave it a zero, by the way. Oh wow! Robbins. Robbins is a Robin Hood who does more strength than the hero. He becomes a prisoner, also a librarian, teacher, friend, smart banker, who reads books. The two. Oh, this guy's trying to tell the whole story. <laughs> God, I don't understand. I said I do not enjoy a film that drags on boards and tells a mess. Well, your your review is doing that. What <laughs> bad writing? Love, a, love it. I was Ingham. Said drags on boards and tells a message with bad wording, bad script, and bad, badly done. Done is that might be spelled right. Lesson. That prisoners get the rights to do many things that sit in a rotting cell and eat disgusting food all day. Prisoners actually treated very well in the early days. And certain prisons do actually do treat prisoners fairly well. Um, yeah, there's definitely fact, better prisons than others. I mean, th- I felt like this portrayed what prison was like in the 40s. I mean... All right. All right, what what do we got for Common Sense Media? So Common Sense Media, we've got Heather Border. She says it is a grit, a gritty prison tale. It has positive messages and lots of profanity. Foreshadowing. Uh, she gave it a four out of five for fifteen and older. Parents gave it a 5 out of 5 for 14 and older, and kids gave it a 5 out of 5 for 13 and older. So, it's really interesting, like, how Metacritic gave it an 81. She kind of gives it a 4 out of 5, which is, you know, basically seems like it's an 80. Yeah. Uh, and so, it's it's interesting that how the critics just didn't see it as well. Even though it's such a fantastic movie, This I thought this was something that was going to be... Even though Metacritic gave it their stamp, they still gave it a kind of a low score. But moving on. Uh, so the parents' guide to what's in this movie, it stands out for positive messages. So in terms of uh, 
oh, I guess that's going to flow into positive messages. So it got a badge for stands out in positive messages. Pos- I, I can see that. Words. <laughs> All right, so positive messages. What do you think? What do you think Heather gave it? I'd say a four. She did give it a four. Yeah. She said, hope, endurance, and unconditional friendships are core themes of the film. Corruption, manipulation, and betrayal are also present, but they're shown to fail in the end. The problem of institutionalization is shown and discussed. A prison inmate has spent so much time in prison, he has forgotten how to live outside the prison walls. Integrity and perseverance are major themes. Which, you have to imagine, that would have been crazy for that super old guy who, he went into prison with, yeah, he he went into prison in, like, the early aughts, I think. It was, like, 1904 or 1907 or something like that. Like, you know, cars cars weren't even really a thing, like he mentions later. And then when he got out, they were everywhere. And it was a total culture shock. Like That would be the uh, hardest thing, because, like, even with all the other ones who went in, in, in like the 30s and 40s, you know, the world hadn't changed that much. But for Brooks, yeah. the world literally yeah. moved on without him and cars became a thing. Because there was a, a fairly, it went from nothing to cars. Right, yeah. I mean, he went from course buggy. The most technology they had were like radios, I think. And he went from, you know, Oh, horse and buggy. Maybe saw a crazy boater car that you know some crazy rich person drove that was crazy. Do you think? That and then he gets still... out, and there's cars. There's probably TVs at that point, I believe, when he got out. Um, Do you think there's uh, electric, like actual, like light bulbs being used in the prison? When he uh, in and night, night, because how how much were electric? That's a good point. Was not really massively common right i bet the prisons probably had it okay it would be an interesting uh history to see if you know how they treated it but yeah he he was in there during and it you know sad spoiler alert if you can call that a spoiler alert for something from 1994 but he couldn't hack it killed himself he did because it was just he you know that that was a sad part of the movie yeah, it really was. I yeah, he had cleared up in that because that was like that was hard to watch. Yeah, I mean, he got to the point they're talking about institutionalization, but he got to the point where he was just thinking about committing some kind of heinous crime that would get him back. sent back. Yep, because he just was like, "I will commit a crime to go back to prison because freedom in the real world is." He was willing to kill the other guy in the library. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Out. Before they let him out, yeah, because he knew it was coming. He knew it was coming. He didn't want to go. And that's that's sad. It's heartbreaking. And that stuff still goes on today, even though even though the world doesn't change as fast as what he experienced, probably. But still, people get used to the prison life. And after they've been in there for 45, 50 years, leaving prison is... It's... it's it's rough. It's rough on a person. Yeah, okay. Rehabilitation is... Well, and like what they showed with uh, Morgan Freeman's Red when he was bagging groceries and literally, right, like, hey, can I go Can I go to the bathroom? He's like, hey, you don't have to ask to go to the bathroom. He's like, I almost can't pee unless I'm told 
go pee. <laughs> right, yeah. I can't do this unless someone is over my shoulder telling me that I have permission to do it. Yeah. Because for 40 years, that's how I've lived my life. Yep. Like, he's having struggles just doing yeah. basic functions. Yeah. Prison system's rough, man. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> Be good, people. Be good. Don't go to prison. It's not worth Don't it. Do it. Don't do it. Uh, positive role models. What do you think she gave positive role? She says three. What? She said, Andy never gives up hope. Red is loyal and practical. All the characters are flawed, but it's clear who the good and bad guys are. Even though their positions might not suggest that from the start, inmates work together, often illegally, to make life more bearable. The warden is corrupt and takes bribes, but it's shown in a negative light. That's what I hate. When they... It's almost like they take even the uh, the antagonist and like calculate into their their scores for positive role model. It's like, shouldn't we be looking at the good guys yeah. as the positive role models and then let the bad guys be the bad guys? Don't go, well, here's how bad the bad guys were, so that's going to bring down our score. Like, that's, like, just what, we should be looking at the good guys. How good are the good guys? You know, Andy kind of just put up with it. He was completely innocent, and he put up with it. He was. You know, he didn't. he didn't go... Absolutely nuts and try to, you know, he just was basically like, well, I'm just going to do my thing and bide my time. And, you know, he wasn't, he was just doing what he needed to do to survive. And he was a good guy. He never did anything crazy bad. So, I don't know. I definitely would have given it at least a four. But, uh, violence, what do you think? Give that a three. She gave it a four. Okay. She said, a man commits suicide by hanging. A man is shot and killed by another man with a rifle. There's prison rape, while not graphically shown, is very strongly implied, with references to oral and anal sex, and the takeaway that one of the lead characters was raped repeatedly by other prisoners. With that description, that's borderline five, but I guess I can see a four there. Alright. So, sex. What do we think? And gave it a not present until she started mentioning violence. <laughs> right. I'd give it a not present. Okay. But uh, never mind. Let me change my. my let's give. I'd give it a two because there was a scene in, early in the movie with the the ex wife and the the lover. That's some suggestive stuff. So let's give it a two. Yeah, two. She gave it a two. She said sex was portrayed obliquely at the beginning. Said. I about that, uh, and then she said, lots of cheesecake photos of sex symbols from the 50s and 60s oh, decorate shit. the prison walls. <laughs> you know, Marilyn Monroe, like, look at this lady, and then he gets a Marilyn Monroe poster. It's like, oh, famous. So, I love it. Cheesecake photos. So, how about language? I bet she gave it a five. Despite the fact that she did say frequent profanity, she only gave it a three. She said frequent frequent profanity, including the F word, jokes about rape, maggot dioc, 
mother effer, the Q word, which I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not anymore. Probably. Not that I ever said it before. I mean, you can <laughs> say what you want, but... <laughs> I don't want to get rid of our clean rating. So, Fair let's enough. just say that the Q and LGBTQ, that word is used pejoratively. Uh, a-hole, son of a bee, horse, uncle. Yeah, there's a lot of words. A lot. And then a euphemism for defecation. So there's a lot. But she only gave it a three, which is really interesting. All of those words that she mentioned, if like you're just reading it, you're like, well, how is that not a four or five? Because that's a lot of words. <laughs> that's a big list. How about consumerism? Give this one. Did the beer have? Did we see a brand of beer when they got their beer? It was a local brand. Okay. I, well, she says not present, so okay. you don't you don't have to think. There was apparently nothing. It's not even clickable. That was that would have been the only thing I was thinking about was whether that beer had something. Which that was a great scene too. Like he kind of got some cred, and then like after he escaped, like. That legend, like you could hear them talking about it, and it, like grew into something bigger. Yep. It was fantastic. I love it. But uh, all right, drinking, drugs, and smoking. Five. I saw your list move, but I didn't hear anything come out. <laughs> five. <laughs> can you not? Hear it me? looks. It looks like you're saying five, but I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? There, I can hear you. Okay, my mic must have. Yeah, I, I'd give this one a five. Okay. She gave it a two. How? <laughs> she said a man is shown sitting in his car drinking whiskey from a flask before stumbling out to presumably murder his wife and her lover. That's the main character. There's cig cigarette smoking. The inmates drink beer after Andy wins a bet with the captain of the prison guard. So all that, two. Smoking the entire movie. Oh, yeah. Using smokes as currency. Yeah. <coughs> more smoking, more smoking, more smoking. And then there was a light, some light drinking. How is that only a... I don't get it. Weird. Who knows? Heather's interesting. Uh, she says, Parents need to know that Shawshank Redemption is an Oscar-nominated 1994 movie based on a Stephen King story about a man sent to a maximum security prison in Maine in the 50s, who shows the other inmates perseverance and provides a sense of hope and optimism in the bleakest of places and under the most difficult of circumstances. Which is really interesting. Stephen King. Like, there was nothing supernatural about this movie. It was pretty interesting. No, this was a Stephen King, wasn't it? Yeah. I that's this a... was even Stephen King. Uh, let's see. The, the, the greedy world of Shawshank Prison is populated with sadistic guards, a corrupt warden, and predatory fellow inmates. And then she goes in to talk about all the bad stuff that we already read about. Talks about the guard killing, beating and killing an inmate. Um, there's also a, a prisoner shot and killed by a, a guard within rifle. There's also a scene with a character who crawls through 500 yards of sewer pipe filled with excrement. Lots of profanity. However, the film also shows inmates forming a loving community of friendship and support despite oppressive conditions and a sense of manipulating perseverance and hope in the darkest hours. <laughs> Um, so, just a couple, couple quick reviews over here. 
One parent gives it a five out of five for children four and older. And this was just seven months ago. They said, I suggest this movie for those who have hope. Watch this movie at least once. My friend suggests me this movie. I just want to thank her. So I don't know if that was the four-year-old writing that. Or it says it's the parent of a four-year-old. But interesting. Uh, and then another parent says, this movie has too much violence, too much sex, and too much swearing. They gave it a two out of five for 18 and older. Said, uh, does not display true redemption. All the characters are corrupted. Um, Somebody's not watching. The, the profanity, violence, and obscene sexual insinuations are not worth this so called redeeming ending. I would not recommend this movie for kids or anyone who has difficulty watching continual violence. And then just okay, kept going. I, I agree <laughs> with the don't let your kids watch this movie because it is kind of rough. But I don't know about the continuous violence and sex. Yeah. Because uh, there's no shown. There's a lot of implied, and I don't think kids would pick up on. Yeah. They also didn't like the dismissal, the dismissal portrayal, or dismissal portrayal, or Christian people. I don't know. They didn't like that either. They found it disappointing overall. So well, they that was a two. There was like a Christian undertone but with corruption. Even under that. Because right. the warden was like all about the Bible and all about the scripture, but was not a good man. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's true. So uh, you did kind of, if you were kind of a up-and-coming Christian, you would probably be like, I don't understand what's going on here. Put a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, uh, kids, a 16-year-old gave it a 5 out of 5 for 12 and older. A 15-year-old gave it a 5 out of 5 for 12 and older. They said great messages, great role models. Uh, they also provided some lengthy description of the movies, which talks about, you know, the more violent stuff, the more creepy stuff, and then a lot of the language. But despite all of that, the teenagers were like, despite everything bad, all the violence, all the language, uh, giving it four out of five on language, uh, all that stuff. They still both gave it five out of five for twelve and older. Okay. So Shawshank Redemption it was a great movie. Yes, if watch it. it. Good. I'll keep an eye on it. If I ever see it come back to Netflix, which it might take a couple months, it may go to something else. We'll let you guys know. I'm disappointed. I want there's a movie I was gonna do that kind of fell in line with this movie, but it leaves tonight as well. Oh no! That's what was it? Mild. Oh, that leads tonight too. Wasn't that Stephen King also, or was am I thinking? Is that not? I don't think so. But yeah. I have some other options. Yeah. So. Get off here. So. I know. Yeah. Let's get off here. Uh, what do you What I are you thinking? What are we gonna watch? Movies that I'm gonna okay. throw at you. Okay. These are do all this. Netflix. <coughs> we can do Schwarzenegger's Last Action Hero. Okay. Blade. Okay. Full Metal Jacket. Ooh, okay. Or Starship Troopers. Alright, so, out of those... Which one of those have you not seen? I've never seen Last Action Hero. Okay. What was the second movie you said? Blade. No, I've seen that. What was the third movie you seen? Full Metal Jacket. 
Okay, so I've, I've not seen Last Action Hero. I've seen all the other ones. Okay. So do we want to go with Last Action? Since I haven't seen it, I'm down the other ones. I'm down to watch those. Uh, Which one sounds like one that you'd, you'd like to watch this week? Man. Um, I've been watching a lot of Marvel stuff lately. Right. And So it makes you want to watch Blade? <laughs> hey, you picked up on that. A lot of people don't realize he's a Marvel character. Yeah. Let's watch that yep. one. Because that's, that's, that's too funny. Okay. Is that on is that on the Netflix? It's on Netflix, yes. Okay. Are you caught Let's up with that. are you caught up with Moon Knight? I am caught up with Moon Knight. Do you want to talk about it briefly or no? Holy crap. <laughs> well, that I know we we wanted to talk about the ending of not this Wednesdays, but the last Wednesdays, because we were like, what's up with the hippo? <laughs> like I had my theories wow. and they were, they were all all of my theories were wrong. When I watched this last one, uh, but wow. now oh, more questions. What happens to Steven? Is he gone forever? No. Uh, uh, me and a guy at work, who he will not be named because we've never named this individual. Me okay. and a, a person at work were talking. So this episode revealed that Steven was not the real one. That Mark is the actual owner of the yeah. body. Yeah, that was in question. That was my question from the beginning. Yeah, who was the original? Who's the real Who's one? The yep. Mark Specker is yep. the original. Yep. He created Stephen to basically mentally survive the abuse of his mother. Yep. Um. As Stephen's not real, and that's what was causing the imbalance in Mark's soul. He could just recreate Steven. Like, that. like okay. So now the question is: Does he have to? I'll be interested to see. Does he have to recreate him, or does he gain? Like, are the barriers gone? Like, he now knows every because Steven was super smart, super intelligent. Steve, or he made the brains. So will he bring in all the brains, or is Steven still going to be a character? Like, are they going to? He's just going to. This this show is going in so many different different different. He's dead. He's in the afterlife. Yeah. yeah. Dead. Like he passed on, moved moved on to the afterlife. Yep. Can if if Kanju even comes back, if he's released from his statue, can Kanju even bring him back from where he is? Right. Um. I'm interested. Uh, me and the wife are only about two episodes from finishing uh, WandaVision. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, we're trying to finish WandaVision because um, Scarlet Witch, she is in the next... Um, I saw her in the preview of the Doctor Strange and the M Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. It shows Wanda playing a big role in this next Doctor Strange movie. So I okay. wanted to watch the WandaVision series to find out exactly how she gets out of the situation she's in in that series that leads up to Doctor Strange. Gotcha. So I think we're going to leave it off there. I'm done. Yeah, yeah brother, you got to get some rest. Well, <laughs> I and everybody around the world appreciate you coming in and getting this done for us. No. Everybody's going to like and subscribe. Yeah. Everybody's going to give us thumbs up and positive reviews and well wishes. 
So, so until next time, Austin. Yeah, until next time. Doom, 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 doom,